Welcome to episode three of the Explorers podcast featuring the Kids Explorer Claire. Well, I recognize that music. Claire, is that who we're talking about today? Da 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 da. Yes, sirree. One of my favorite people, Lucio Ball. Guess what, Daddy? What's that? I was Lucy for Halloween last year and won first prize at the town costume contest. I remember. That was a great little costume you had. Well, Daddy, let's get into it. Lucio Ball was born August 6th, 1911 in Jamestown. Isn't Jamestown right near where Pocahontas was from? That's Jamestown, Virginia. Lucy is from Jamestown, New York. It's all the way west near Lake Erie, Lake Onto, and Niagara Falls. Oh, I see. Got it. As a kid, Lucy was very different from the other girls at the time. Instead of pretty bows and dresses, Lucy loved to make people laugh. And at the age of three years old, she would perform at her local grocer's, which she, when she was 12, she put on her first amateur production called Charlie's Aunt, and she loved every second of it. Because she got real laughs from the audience, her mom sent her to John Murray Anderson School for Dramatic Arts in 1925 when she spent time with future stars like Bette Davis. The problem, though, was that all her teachers believed she lacked talent. How crazy is that? That's super crazy. I guess that's what happens when you are unique and bring your own style of talent to the world. This is a perfect example of never giving up and never giving in to what others think of you. Lucy's professional Curry began in 1929 when she got a job as a model. Daddy, what's a model? A model is someone who's in pictures and gets published in magazines and shows off items like clothing and jewelry. Hmm, interesting, because Lucy was not a fan of being a model. Her stage name was Diane Belmont, and for a few years she chased modeling gigs to make some money, but overall, she was failing. She was even down to her last four cents. Four cents. That's only four pennies for those keeping track. Until she moved to Hollywood. In Hollywood, she worked in a theater and was able to get some small roles in several motion pictures. In 1940, while she was working on a movie set, she met a handsome Cuban-American actor by the name of Desi Arnaz. Claire, do you know who Desi Arnaz is? Of course I do. That's Rick. Sorry, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Lucy and Desi started dating almost immediately, and they eloped only one year later. Eloped, meaning they got married by themselves at the courthouse. They hadn't told each other's families about it until a little while later. They proved to be a very dynamic couple in Hollywood. Since working for CBS, Lucy and Desi pitched a show to a producer about a funny redhead with her Cuban-American husband. CBS said, no thanks, there's no way people would watch that. 
So Lucy and Desi hit the road with, I hope I'm saying this right, a vaudeville act. A vaudeville act is a farce with music. Essentially, it's a series of skits with light entertainment, anywhere from 10 to 15 individual skits. They became such a big hit on the road that CBS said, wait, 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 we do actually want your show. Back then, networks, production studios, and corporations owned all the rights to everything. It was hard to succeed as a performer in sport, in a, a sports star or anything regarding talent without the permission of the people in charge. I'm so glad that's changing now. People had the ability to own their content and own their futures. I bet Lucy would have been a huge hit on YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts nowadays. That she would. CBS actually did something pretty interesting, though. They offered to pay Lucy and Desi less, but they could own the show. That's because they were worried about how much it would cost to produce I Love Lucy. This is how and when they created Desi Lu Productions on September 8, 1951. I Love Lucy aired for the first time, and it was a smash hit. Two out of three households at the time would tune in on Monday nights to see what kind of shenanigans Lucy, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel would get into, from the famous Chocolate Factory episode to Vita... Meet a Vegemin. Vita Meet a Vegemin. Vita Meet a Vegemin. Speaking of that, did you take your Vita Meet a Vegemin today? I sure did. I Love Lucy was on for six seasons from 1951 to 1957 and it was the most popular show in america for four of the six seasons in 1960 lucy and desi decided to end their marriage but remained very good friends and tried their best to be as amazing of parents as possible for their two kids lucy and desi jr when they split up desi decided to sell his portion of Desilu Productions to Lucy, which was a big deal at the time because it made Lucy the first woman to own a major studio in Hollywood. She used her star power to expand the business and Desilu was behind the shows like The Dick Fan, Dyke Show, and The Star Trek. Lucy was such an absolute trailblazer and changed the paradigm of studio production, like the use of three or more cameras and having a live audience. A couple of years ago, Rob Lowe told a story about how amazing Lucille Ball was. He completely bombed at the Oscars, like embarrassing, an awful performance. She said to him, young man, I have no idea that you were such a good singer, then took his hand and they sat together for the last 20 minutes of the event. Lucille Ball passed away in 1989, but her legacy will live on forever, motivating young girls like Claire and giving people laughs for generations to come. We watched the whole series during the summer of 2020 as our pandemic binge, and nearly every episode is still relatable and hilarious today. Lucy proves you either got it or you don't. And boy, did she have it. Let's 
hit some quick Lucy facts before we close this episode out. Lucy was not a redhead. She was a brunette. Her favorite colors were yellow and gray, which is evident by her love of yellow roses. Lucy and Ricky were the first interracial couple ever on TV. She has her own museum in Jamestown, New York. We've got to go to that. And her favorite food is camembert souffle. Lucy almost drowned during the grape stomping scene. Wait. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, the other actress only spoke Italian, and it got lost in translation what she was supposed to do, and it held Lucy's head underneath the grape juice for a little too long. That's crazy. Well, she was also the first woman to play a pregnant woman on TV when she was expecting her second child. Lastly, she enjoyed many things outside of acting, including gardening and painting. Well, that was a good one, Daddy. I love Lucy. Get it? I love Lucy? (laughs) I do. That's it for this week's episode. Episode number three, Lucille Ball. Signing off from your friend, the podcasting girl, the kid explorer, Claire.